0: Welcome back, and thank you for listening to Xenozoic Xenophiles, a fan podcast devoted to the comic series Xenozoic Tales, a post-apocalyptic adventure series filled with Cadillacs and dinosaurs, from creator, writer, and artist Mark Schultz. I'm Darren.
1: And I'm Ruth. And this is a fan podcast. We're not affiliated with Mark Schultz, and the opinions expressed are just ours. We're doing this podcast because we enjoy reading and talking about Xenozoic Tales and other worlds created by Mark Schultz.
0: In this episode, we're continuing our coverage of the four-issue miniseries, Subhuman, from 1998.
1: The series is written by Mark Schultz and Michael Ryan, and features cover art and character designs by Mark, with interior art by Roger Peterson.
0: We'll be coming back to discuss more of Xenozoic Tales in the near future, but we want to cover some of the other wonderful worlds created by Mark Schultz.
1: Our title comes from the word Xenozoic, which is part of the title of the comic.
0: Xeno is defined as something that is strange or foreign, while zoic refers to a geological period of time. So xenozoic basically means strange age.
1: And a xenophile is someone who is interested in foreign lands and foreign cultures, and that word describes us perfectly, because we're definitely interested in foreign lands and cultures, just like those found in xenozoic tales and the other worlds of Mark Schultz.
0: Of course, some of you might be familiar with the series under the title Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, which has occasionally been used for reprint collections, as well as for video games, board games, and an animated TV series.
1: If you love these stories and the wonderful art, be sure to join the Facebook page Mark Schultz Xenozoic Tales and Other Stories for the latest official news and information.
0: Mark Schultz is currently working on a new Xenozoic Tales graphic novel, and Flesk Publications has announced there'll be a Kickstarter campaign for the new book when it's ready. More information will be released later, and we'll definitely let everyone know when it starts.
1: Flesh Publications is the home of wonderful books from a variety of creators, including fantastic books from Mark Schultz, including the collection Xenozoic that contains all of the Xenozoic Tales stories written and illustrated by Mark Schultz, as well as the exciting book Storms at Sea and A Beautiful Portfolio and the Carbon Art Book Series.
0: So be sure to check out the terrific site for Flesk Publications, which features those books from Mark Schultz, as well as other wonderful books from talented creators such as Frank Cho, Bruce Tim, Steve Rude, William Stout, and many others.
1: We enjoy sharing listener feedback and being part of conversations with listeners on social media.
0: Please feel free to write in any time and let us know what you think about the series. We'd love to know what you like best about the art and the stories and how you first discovered Xenozoic Tales.
1: Later in the episode, we'll share feedback, and we'll provide our email address and other ways to contact us at the end of the show.
0: Xenozoic Xenophiles is part of the Rad Adventures Network. If you enjoy the show, please consider checking out our other podcasts that are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and YouTube.
1: Trekker Talk is a fan podcast devoted to the adventures of 23rd century bounty hunter Mercy St. Clair from the pages of the sci-fi comic Trekker by writer and artist Ron Randall.
0: And Warlord Worlds is a fan podcast devoted to the comic creations of writer and artist Mike Grell, including The Warlord, John Sable, and Green Arrow.
1: Mark Schultz, Ron Randall, and Mike Grell are our favorite comic creators. Their stories are filled with adventure and interesting characters, and their art is excellent.
0: We'll include links to those other podcasts in our show notes, but for now, let's talk about Subhuman Issue 2, right after this message from another podcast you might enjoy.
2: bat microphone. It's time to start the show. Check out the bat pod with your host, Bill Beer. This was was an issue. (laughs) Have you ever had a cucumber sandwich? And his co-host, Joey Galvez. I mean, I like it. You know, cucumber water. Have you ever had that? It's so refreshing. Topic of the week. I really love the Michael Keaton Batman, the Tim Burton Batman. thought you were going to mention Batman and Robin for a minute. (laughs) You know, George Clooney... Had you hello or character spotlights? The condom king was a guy named Buddy Stanley, a, okay. a, a former stand up comedian, but you know, stump your co host segments. Okay, where's your Batman card? Just go ahead and send I know. that to me. Sorry, sorry. And we'll, and we'll rip bit. that up. <laughs> okay. You can find the Batpod on the nerdylegion.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Google Play, and we're now on Stitcher. The Batpod is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Network. Your crime fighting collective, it's the Pie. What the blue bacon? Daddy, what did you do when Atlantis attacked? I donned my iron armor to fight with Namor the submariner. That was Iron Man. What did you do when Atlantis attacked? I gathered a group of heroes to fight against a serpent crime with my mighty shield held high. That's Captain America. Try again. I spun a web any size. Spider Man. Uh, I punished the drug dealers? I have no idea. But are you just doing another podcast? Another podcast? Yes. Mark's Mess vs Atlantis Attacks, a 15-part limited podcast series examining the Marvel annuals that have the banner heading of Atlantis Attacks. A story, a story joining the Marvel heroes against the serpent crown. Find it at marksmesspodcast.blogspot.co.uk on Twitter at Podcasts and on iTunes by searching Mark's Mess. Where's my fiber?
1: Subhuman issue two December nineteen ninety eight Rapture and the Deep Chapter two Written by Michael Ryan and Mark Schultz. Cover Mark Schultz. Art Roger Peterson. Colors Dave Stewart. Letters Tracy Munsey. Designer Leah Robacci. Assistant Editor Ben Abernathy. Editor Philip Diamara. Publisher Mike Richardson.
0: story opens where the previous issue ended. Krill Stromer has just jumped from the deck of the Polyphemus into the sea while holding onto the ship's anchor. She quickly descends below the creatures attacking the ship, and once again hears the voice in her head telling her to trust and to empty the air from her lungs. She sees a pod of passing whales and suddenly feels electrical charges throughout her body. This attracts the attention of the whales who begin following her as she swims back toward the ship. The ship is being pulled underwater, and Captain Jubal Early has ordered his crew into life rafts, but the creatures turn their attention to those small boats. Just then, the wells erupt above the surface and attack the creatures, and the crew is able to escape, and are later rescued and transported to Eureka Base.
1: At the base, Captain Early is informed that Colonel Keneally will be arriving after an approaching storm passes through the area. After hearing this news, Krill tells Early that the Keneally family, including the Colonel and Senator Malcolm Keneally, can't be trusted. They are responsible for many secretive and subversive deals, including murder, and are enemies of her family. She can't stay at the base, or she'd be killed. Early chooses two trusted soldiers, and he and Krill escape by plane as the crew from the base are busy preparing for the approaching storm.
0: Meanwhile, Senator Keneally is at a secret lab checking with Dr. Rome on the status of what he calls the salamanders, and we see giant glass specimen tanks filled with liquid and monstrous-looking creatures.
1: As the escaping plane approaches the city of St. John's in Newfoundland, Krill sneaks into the cargo bay and leaps from the plane with a parachute. A warning light goes off in the cockpit and Early knows it must be Krill, so he races to the cargo bay and grabs a parachute and leaps from the plane in pursuit. On the ground, he tells her he isn't going to sacrifice his career without getting anything in return, and she had better start sharing more information with him. Krill tells him she doesn't know what to tell him because she isn't sure what's going on, and she's making up her plans as she goes along.
0: Krill leads early to a fish cannery where her family has a secret workshop where the XB-22 was designed. Inside, they find Nikolai Vakarios and Pandora Burquist who have returned from the Antarctic in the hopes that Krill would return to the workshop. Krill tells Nick and Dora what's happened in the last few days, and then she retrieves notes about the XB-22. Just then, they hear helicopters approaching and realize that a small army has come for them. They are quickly surrounded by armed guards and a monitor is set up in the workshop. As the screen glows to life, Krill is shocked to see the face of her mother, Rachel, on screen. Her mother tells Krill that she's making the same mistakes as her grandmother. Rachel tells her daughter she knows what happened in Antarctica and what evil is loose in the world. Dora confronts Rachel and tells her she should have been the one in the XB-22, Dora tells her she broke the chain of her family's subhuman ancient lineage, and now only Krill can stop the tidal wave that is coming.
1: Just then, creatures crash into the workshop. It's the salamanders from Keneally's lab. The amphibian creatures are tall and muscular with claws. The creatures quickly overpowered the soldiers, but in the commotion, Dora and Vic escape with the notes about the XB-22. Early starts to follow them, but then sees Krill crash through the floor into the ocean below with several of the salamanders in pursuit. Early dives in and manages to stab one of the salamanders, but Krill is taken by the others and disappears from his sight into the depths of the ocean.
0: Back at the secret lab, Dr. DeVrome is giving Senator Keneally an injection and tells him only one more treatment is needed. Knowing that Krill Stromer will soon be under his control makes Keneally very happy because he needs her knowledge to complete construction of the XB-23.
1: We're treated to another stunning cover by Mark Schultz showing Krill Stromer in an underwater fight with one of the salamanders. In the back of the book, we get a couple of terrific design sketches. One has Krill and other members of the team battling a giant sea creature, and the other is several sketches of the salamanders with notes about their designs. We then have three great pages of preliminary art pages from Roger Peterson, showing layouts and compositions that nicely show off the development of the book.
0: The story continues to unfold mysteriously and does a wonderful job of building suspense, punctuated by periodic action sequences. I really love the pacing of the story and the twists and turns along the way. The reveal of Krill's mother, Rachel, and the hints about their subhuman legacy builds anticipation and excitement about what's coming next for our characters.
1: The interior art by Roger Peterson is terrific. The opening scene of Krill driving with the anchor is dynamic, and the panel on page 4, where the whales battle the sea creatures, looks like a scene from a Ray Harryhausen film.
0: The use of shadows in the scene where the salamanders are first revealed on page 8 makes the lab seem very creepy, and the sequence when they crash into Krill's workshop on pages 18 and 19 is very exciting and filled with lots of action-packed panels. The panels of Krill fighting the salamanders underwater near the end of the book are definitely some of my favorites.
1: And we get another nice cliffhanger with a revelation that Keneally is building the XB-23. This is another great issue. Next up is listener feedback when we share the emails and messages we've received since last time.
0: Thanks to everyone for the comments. Your support and encouragement is great, and we appreciate everyone who takes time to get in touch to share your thoughts.
1: First, we want to give a shout-out to Mist Explorer for promoting us on Twitter with a hashtag Friday Follows promotion. That was so very kind.
0: Our friend Paul Hicks of the DCOCD and Waiting for Doom podcasts wrote saying, Really enjoyed your last few podcasts, Darren and Ruth. Glad to hear you putting out more. Thanks, Paul.
1: Jonathan Thomas dropped us a line to say he thinks our podcast is great. Thanks for the kind words, Jonathan.
0: Comics Comics listened to Episode 8 on YouTube, where we interviewed Mark Schultz, and wrote, I'm reading through Xenozoic Tales for the first time now, and it's really amazing. Very cool to hear the creator's point of view on so many things. And now I know I have to seek out storms at sea.
1: Randall Braylon wrote saying, More Xenozoic is always good, as he shared his excitement about the new Xenozoic Tales story that Mark is creating.
0: Bronze Age of DC Comics thanked us for our podcast, saying, This has turned me onto something new, yet not new. I remember the cartoon from my teen years. Thanks for listening and sharing.
1: Mark Schultz superfan Scott Connor shared his thoughts about Xenozoic Tales number 14. He wrote, To me, it is the best artwork in a comic book, period. I know that's a bold statement, but I stand behind it.
0: Rocco Giorgio commented, I'm a huge Schultz reader and have never heard of Subhuman, and now I have to buy it. We hope you enjoy it when you find it.
1: Green Lantern HG let us know he loved the Sea Hunt TV series we mentioned last time. He said my favorite episode is one where they are trying to discover a very fast sea creature only to find out it was a subaquatic spy satellite.
0: And he also sent his thanks to Steve Stiles for his wonderful work.
1: Austin Appleby wrote, I enjoyed your coverage of the first issue of Subhuman. Being unfamiliar with the series, I purchased the four issues off eBay. As always, you both do a great job with your descriptions and make me want more. I also must add how respectful it was to do a tribute to Steve Styles. Thanks, Austin.
0: Our friend artist Warren Montgomery, who is the founder of Will Little Comics, reached out to let us know that he enjoyed the episode as well. Thank you, Warren.
1: And John Baker wrote to say, I'm not familiar with Subhuman, so thanks for this primer on the work. Sounds fascinating, and I'm intrigued with what it might offer. So again, thanks for your words and thoughts regarding the multi-talented Mark Schultz. Thank you as always, John.
0: And we want to send a special hello to one of our international listeners who wrote in, Leonardo Struppini. He said, I'm 36 and I'm from Argentina. I've been a fan of Xenozoic Tell since 1993, since I played the Capcom video game in arcades. Three years later, I watched the TV series, and later on I found and read the 14 issues by Kitchen Sink. I love your reviews on the episodes.
1: He also mentioned that he subscribed to our Rad Adventures Network YouTube channel and plans to listen to our Trekker reviews as well. Thank you so much for writing in, Leonardo, and please let us know if we mispronounced your name.
0: And finally, Mark Schultz wrote in to say, Much appreciation for the, as usual, excellent informative job you did with the new podcast. I had no idea you were going to cover Subhuman, but I feel very honored and lucky that you would help promote this relatively obscure comic. Your plot reading was great, reminded me of what excited us about the concept in the first place.
1: Mark continued, We were all inexperienced as collaborators, but there was a lot of good in it, and your attention reminded me of that. Michael Ryan and I still consider getting the concept up and running again.
0: Mark also let us know that Michael Ryan is a doctor of vertebrate paleontology, as well as a big fan of all the pop culture sci-fi stuff we love, too. And he has a wonderful blog called Atomic Surgery, where he covers science and science fiction. We'll include a link to that blog in the show notes so you can check it out. We have, and it's great.
1: And finally, Mark thanked us for the very kind remembrance of Steve Stiles. He will be missed by all of us.
0: Next, we want to extend our thanks to everyone who supported the show on social media. These are people who commented or shared posts from us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and we sincerely appreciate all the support.
1: Before we start, let me say if we miss a name, just let us know and we'll correct it next time. And please forgive us if we mispronounce your name. Just write to let us know, and we'll be sure to correct it next time.
0: Al Sedano of the Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. Al Varez. Andrew Gort. Austin Appleby. Benoit Blary. Bill Beer of the Too Old Too New podcast. Bill Dealing. Bob Kidd. Brett Brock. Brian Malvi, Camillus Peluso. Chad Hindle. Charles Erickson, Charlie Murtha, Chris of the Professor Frenzy and Memory Minute Mondays shows, Chris Scott, Christopher Calloway of Creator Talks, Colin Stapleton from the Worst Comics Podcast Ever, Darcy Draws, David McKinney, Dennis Sakimbo, Derek William Crabb of the Fan Holes Podcast and History of Comics on Film, Dr. G. Man of Dirdology of the Pulp to Pixel Podcasts, Evelina Lombardo, Fatma Kadia, Frank Gonzalez, Frank Petrick, Fred Fred, Fred DiGirolamo, Gene Hendricks from The Hammer Strikes and Anime Freaks, Jerry Green of The Professor Frenzy Show and Bedtime Stories, Glenn Crane, Green Lantern HG, Hal Jordan, Hugo
1: Bravo, Jack DiMartino, Jared Albrecht, the Yard Cell Artist from The Longbox Crusade and On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast, Jean DePelle, Jeff Messer of The Mike Grill Page and Issues With... Jeffrey Willis of the Hollow World blog and Wave Your Geek Flag. Jerry McMullen from the Worst Comic Podcast Ever and Essential Showcase. John Baker, who does sci-fi TV reviews at 3 of by Space and Beyond the Rim. John Copenhaver, my cousin. Jose Valencia. Karen Williams of the Sweet Between the Pages blog. Ken Kneeling. Corey Furman. Kurt Cooper. Lawrence Levine. Manuel Mendoza. Mateus Ribeiro. Matt Gleason. Michael Lane of Comics in the Golden Age, Michael Myers, Michael cabbage Mike Mayo, Mike Peacock of Justice's First Dawn, a classic JLA podcast, Paige Grow, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. Christados, Peter Noga, Philip Hillis, Professor Allen of the Relatively Geeky Podcast Network, Randall Braylon, Randy Andrews of Soundtrack Alley and the Gen 13 Files, Roberto Ramirez, Rocco Giorgio, Rose Wolf, Scott Connor, Shane Mikliavaka, Stanley Holder, Talk Nerdy to Me, Podcrasher Tim Price, Violet Bernstein, Walter Zasewska, Will Polk, William Palomeno, and a big thanks to Mark Schultz's Xenozoic Tales and Other Stories Facebook page for sharing our episodes. Before we go, we want to provide our contact information. Please let us know your thoughts through email, Facebook, or Twitter.
0: If you want to contact us directly or have something you would like to have read on the show, then please send an email to xenozoicxenophiles at gmail.com.
1: You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Xenozoic Xenophiles, and you can also visit xenozoicxenophiles.com for links to our social media pages.
0: You can listen to our show through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher, and all of our episodes are always available at XenozoicXenophiles.com.
1: You can also find the show on YouTube as part of the Rad Adventures Podcast Network. That's Rad, R-A-D, which is short for Ruth and Deren.
0: On the Rad Adventures YouTube channel, you'll find all of the episodes of all of our podcasts, including Xenozoic Xenophiles, as well as Trekker Talk about 23rd Century Bounty Hunter Mercy St. Clair by Ron Randall, and Warlord Worlds about the comic creations of Mike Grell, including the Warlord, John Sable, and Green Arrow.
1: If you like the show, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Every review helps the podcast to be more likely to show up in search results.
0: And on YouTube, we hope you'll subscribe to the channel and give us some likes on the videos.
1: Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll come back next time for another new episode of Xenozoic Xenophiles.
0: Xenozoic Xenophiles is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. For more information, please visit comicspodcasts.com. We are not affiliated with Mark Schultz or the various companies that have published the series. The views expressed on the show are solely ours. Music is taken from the album, Movie Tunes, Background Music, Songs, and Loops, Volume 2. We make no money from this podcast and no copyright infringement is intended.